Praying my machine doesn't blue screen on me during this. Just saying it out loud is enough that it's going to happen. Just knock on your head. It's fully made of wood. I know it. There, he did it. <laughs> Brain damage. Ugh, welcome all. Welcome back to one episode. One episode. One thirty-seven. I can't. <laughs> I said one episode. This is this the is one only, and only the only one episode. you need to fucking be for. Uh, uh, what? I'm I'm a broken human being. It's official. It's I'm official. Broken. I'm broken. I think we're all broken. I think like everybody on this podcast this week, this month has had a hell of a ride. Yup. Yeah. It's something. But we're still doing great. We're yep. still out here doing stuff. We are, and we're part and. of the Slashing Cast Podcast Network. It's in the 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 game. Oh, <laughs> that's what I said last night. You said it's in the game. It's in. It's in. It's in. It's in the game. Josh, it concerns me that you have to tell her it's in. Oh. It's in the game. Welcome, you beautiful people, back to this shit show. We are here, and we're going to talk about Slither in a little bit, but how are you two? How are you, Ken? I am excellent. Good. I know you've been. I woke up at 4 a.m. thinking it was time to get up and tried, <sighs> and then by five was like, "I'm an idiot." It went back to sleep till 6:30. <laughs> that will happen. I'm I'm at the point where like I have to. I usually get up to pee in the middle of the night at least once. Um, oh my god, the old fart! I know I'm old. I also you sound like a, a grandpa. Back in my day. I get up at, yeah, I keep getting up earlier and earlier, too, because I have to pee. And today it was 6.30, and I just get up and get going. Even though I really don't need to right now. (laughs) It's like, it's kind of like vacation time, but not, you know? This is a little different. Josh likes uh, to party. He likes to party. He likes to party. It's okay. I was just getting... telling Rod, uh, the Calgary Horror Con is June 17th and 18th, and I'm fully a part of it again this year. And uh, all the whole, the 35th anniversary reunion of the Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the whole cast is going to be in Calgary. And I'm the, like, photographer for the whole, like, all the... You know when you go and you get those photo op things, uh, the backdrop and shit? I'm the photographer for that, and I can't wait to take those pictures. It's going to be the whole group. That's fucking yeah. cool. You had, all the, you had all the zombie people last year for, like, the Munsters or whatever, right? Yeah, what, but there's going to be, yeah. like, uh, Mark Burnham, the guy who just played the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, who else? There's, you mean he played Leatherface? Line... Yeah, Leatherface. What the fuck am I yeah. talking about? Peter Cowper from My Bloody Valentine. Millie Chaparro from uh, Hereditary. And she comes with the the phone pole. So you can get a picture with her and the phone pole. <laughs> yes. I'll, 
All that reminds me is that uh, Classy Katie on her stream last week was making a birdhouse to look like the uh, the uh, the the thing they burn at the end of the movie of Midsummer, and it was pretty awesome. So oh. I want to see that. What the fuck? Yeah. Also, Kyle. Uh... What's I don't know. It it went by too fast. Kyle something or other, the guy who did our favorite movie of this year, um, from Edmonton. The Skidamarink. Yeah, he's gonna be yeah. there. So what do you want me to tell him? <laughs> I think you, you can should... tell him that he did a great job for a youngin and that I hated no, I'm just kidding. Uh, he honestly he honestly listened. He did a great job. He found his market, people loved it, he made a shitload of money. Kudos for him. I hated yeah. it, but to each their own. I would I would take one of those little toy phones and chuck it at him. Just put him in a dark room and say, just wait two hours and I'll let you out. That's just watching your movie. Hours, so. And occasionally you'll hear. <laughs> but I get it. I I'm get sorry. it. Sorry. Like I said, it it works for um he's back. You may have to grab him. Uh Oh no! <laughs> it works. It works for its demographic. Yeah, yep. for sure. I, he's back. I, hey, everyone! Computer he's back. Is possessed by Satan. Um, and then the tab just crashed on fucking Firefox. Like, gah! Also, also it's to okay, all this, Rod. I'm, it's okay. See, here's my spacecraft that I worked on for a really long time. That like is orbiting Jupiter. Ooh. I like it. Ah. Also, I get my dick cut off on Thursday. Listen, if you are male or uh, have male or have a penis and testicles and do not wish to reproduce, please, for the love of God, get a vasectomy and stop pushing it off on us. All right. Yep. Just yep. be it doesn't change anything. Yep. Just fucking do it. God. All it does is make it so you don't have swimmers. Because guess what? All the fun juice comes from the prostate. <laughs> the fun juice what? comes from the prostate. So Yeah. So get a vasectomy if you're not having kids, for fuck's sake. Yep. And don't lie about Oh, my God. I could. <laughs> oh, my God. We won't even that's get a, into that. That's a horror movie right there. <laughs> it just... You know, that a, can't that be a crime? Is that a that crime? That is a crime. It is a crime. I thought so. Yeah. Okay. I feel a lot better about things now. It is a crime. I don't know. I, except you, if you're in the South, it probably is. <laughs> it's probably not a crime in Tennessee or It's probably like encouraged Texas. from Tennessee and yeah. down. Yeah. Because America. America. Fuck yeah. <laughs> America. Fuck yeah. I don't know. It's so funny talking to other Canadians about some of the uh things that you two bring up because <laughs> i'm like what i didn't even huh you have to deal with that are you kidding me come to canada mm -hmm. guys well then i saw something that they're like pushing for something against women's reproductive rights in canada and i was like yeah but i don't think that's gonna fly there Fuck like no. here they're like 
you yeah, get fucking problems. Yeah, and like now they're like fucking with insurance companies too, where they're like, oh, insurance companies can now deny you based on religion or race oh, or gender. In Florida, in Florida, I'm dead serious. Oh it passed my God. or it Florida. went through. I think it went through. Just uh, pushed it. So yeah, Florida's so I fuck. hate it. Yeah, it's it's step like eight. There's like a ten steps of fascism in Florida and Texas and those places in Tennessee, I, I think, or I mean maybe not Tennessee is yet. Oh, they're we're getting there. Right behind, or like yeah. on step eight out of ten. That's how bad it is in America. So, I had America. somebody from another country tell me numerous times that we are now in a third world country, and they find it hilarious that I don't have trash pickup, <laughs> that I have to take my trash to the dump, and they're like third world country. <laughs> What? I, I, yeah, no, I don't, we don't get... have trash pickup. Pick up. I've never had trash pickup. Maybe huh? when we were in Florida, maybe, but I've never had trash pickup in my entire life. There were like two weeks that my parents paid some guy to pick it up for them from their house. But we have like green bin, blue bin, black bin, and they come we on different have... days, and I never know, and I always fucking miss it. <laughs> See, ours are uh, like right. Our, our garbage is Monday, and then our recyclables are every other Monday. So it's I just have an app that which... even comes up and tells me, "Hey, it's blue bin day tomorrow. Put it out." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll remember that." No, fuck! I can't yeah. believe you don't have that. That's so inconvenient. I keep the trash in the trash bags in either the sunroom or the kitchen until I can take it off to the dump. And half the time the dump is closed for make-believe holidays. Sometimes they're closed for half days because they feel like it. A lot of the times it's just full. Um, there was a time period where because they were closing so often, people were just throwing their trash at the closed gate. So like you'd go by <laughs> Fuck you. bags. Because I mean, they were closed Do you have to pay the to dump too? Yeah. Only if you uh, dump over a certain amount, but what? even then, they only let you dump over a certain only let you dump under a certain amount. And half the time, actually ninety percent of the time, the big dumpsters are full. So if you need to get rid of something big, you have to be there like when the gates open. Yeah, that's third world. <laughs> yep. No third world. It's second world because third world would be them dumping it in Continuous House, but but it's not far off. <laughs> I mean, it's probably people down the street doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or burning it. We burnt trash a lot when I was younger. I'm so happy today that we're talking about something that James Gunn did because uh, I'm just, I'm happy he's a human being on this earth that we get to watch his stuff. He's so smart. He knows what the fuck he's doing. And coming from like the the trauma world and having that i don't know it's just it's it's such a cool story and champion more people like him because creativity is the world i this movie i hadn't seen it in uh, years it's probably five Same. or six years at least i forgot how much i fucking adore this movie i yeah. always knew i did but it has it's... everything it's one of those things too where you're like, and it actually mostly holds up. Like there is one CGC. The, the worms always look a little goofy, like when they're like moving in masses. You mean the pork but, tenderloins? Yeah, the, <laughs> is that what they were? That's what they look like. Uh, I've had a lot uh, of pork tenderloins, and I always am like, oh, it's slither. <laughs> the 
The only sequence in this entire film, though, that made me go, oh, my, the CG is when uh, Grant Grant, Michael Rooker, like, books it, and the CG just looks, like, so bad as he's, like, groaning away really fast. But, yeah, let me read the synopsis as we dive into this. We are doing Slither from 2006, James Gunn's first directorial movie. Um, and it reads as follows, a small town is taken over by an alien plague, turning residents into zombies and all forms of mutant monsters. Um, he did a bunch of trauma movies before, though. I mean, but like his like first Hollywood movies, right? Like trauma. Yeah. Like, so if you look at it, his like directing. Go back. Uh, and you see Slither in 2006. So he's got. TV series and like PSA stuff for trauma, but like his first full length feature is Slither. So okay. he did the Tromaville Cafe as a TV series, Hamster PSA director short, Sergeant Kabuki Man public service announcement That's as so a TV good. short, Trauma's Edge TV in the TV series. Um, and yeah, so it's. And so there's the next thing he did. And because, if you didn't know, his uh, uh, trauma is run by... Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah, Lloyd Kaufman, who's in this movie as a sad drunk. Yeah. And was in all... Uh, like, He's in like the Guardians movies. Like, you see him in he's the third one. He's such a nice at the beginning. Yeah. He's been to the Calgary Horicon, I think, like three times or something. And he's... He looks he's like so he's nice. about five foot nothing also. Yep. And he's like the tiniest dude in the world. Also, uh, my wife was watching uh, it at night. She was watching uh, the Dungeons and Dragons movie over the weekend. And I didn't put oh, two and two together. That I, I liked it. I, I, liked, I saw it before, but uh, yeah, right. I liked it. I, I still got to watch it. It's the little girl from It, isn't it? And mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize that was her, but then it's. I was like, man, she's little. And we looked it up and she's like five foot nothing. She's like five foot. So she is a, a little lady. She's a short girl, but yeah. It's uh it's I was like, what do I know her from? And then yep, it's the the most disturbing sequences in all of chapter one of it. So yeah. Um It's funny, man, because I feel like that as a, a really high quality director in Hollywood, you use the same actors over and over the ones that you know you can yeah. trust. And and this was the start of him using Nathan Fillion and and Michael Michael Rooker and I I didn't see without his James brother. Gunn, Michael Rooker, I don't think would have half as many of the cool fucking roles he has for sure. Man, I, Michael Rooker. I love him, always- but. He, yeah. He'll always be to me. Say, would you like a chocolate covered pretzel from uh, yeah? Mall Rats? I love Mall Rats. <laughs> so good. And the asshole TV director and the 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 father of the uh, Jason Lee's girlfriend in that film, yeah. right? So that was always like my introduction to Michael Rooker, and it's but now, I, now 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 I see him and I'm like, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all, and it's because <laughs> of Guardians too. Uh, he's he's wonderful, and it's just like. He went from this to Super, which is a man. That movie is it's good, so dark. It's, it's so dark. dark. It's like one of those movies. Yeah. You're like, okay, I saw that. I ain't going back to that. It's like it is like it doesn't make you feel good. No, it makes you feel real bad. It makes you feel like it's that he he. That's when I knew James Gunn understood, uh, like really getting a reaction out of 
an audience and like sitting in the not so good feelings of, yeah. and, like it's hard it's hard it's a hard thing to airy aster is like the the master of that like here here's something really uncomfortable now sit in it what does it smell like do you yeah. like it I know you don't like it. Fuck you. I don't care. And James Gunn did that a little bit, but Ari Aster like really fucks with you with it. Yeah, I mean, we talked about Midsummer and the 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 that opening sequence in Midsummer with the 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 parents and the sister is one of the hardest to watch scenes and it's it's funny because i was watching a youtube video on what culture horror the other day and it was like 10 of the most like hard to watch scenes in horror and josh one of them was the sadness and the eyeballs the eye got eye hole fucking scene and then the midsummer was one of them and i I, yeah i think honestly the sadness has the most of those scenes stacked in one movie and that's why it's just like you can't recommend it unless it's no unless someone comes to you and is like give it to me it's like okay i got it i got it yeah. this is here you go but I think that imagery clipped if, if you if you're not watching the video josh was doing this whole thing with his fingers that was very like gropey looking yeah. it's great so- it, he you reminded me of when robert england goes full like creepazoid mode like you were very robert england there like yeah, i have his hook nose so you know yeah. um <laughs> but yeah it, yeah it just showed like like so like get, as a filmmaker getting a reaction on your audience right is like number one like it's why i say i say it all the time on here the worst sin any film can have is being boring being boring means you're not getting reaction you're not like besides boredom you're getting put to sleep and it's literally like i would rather watch fucking the room 10 out of 10 times over a boring film like the mummy with tom cruise because the mummy with tom cruise might be like you know got a a 10 times the budget and all these special effects and everything but that film is fucking boring and it falls apart and it's terrible the room is terrible it's a terrible movie but everyone in it love was like or tommy always loves making movies right and he's you know whatever and so he made this movie that you're like this is real bad but it it's got heart and you can you kind of appreciate what they're trying to do even if they're falling on their face doing it and you can see James Gunn like like he knows how to make movies like and it's funny because like you go and get Nathan Fillion who was like an internet darling right and like you know does all this stuff and and it's just by far the I mean this is way earlier in Elizabeth Banks's career right she's like she'd done she hadn't been super famous at the, by this point, I don't think, right? And it's way she, before. We were looking at that because I was like, holy shit. First of all, she doesn't age. And then nope. if she does, it does age, she drops. No, she was in a lot of stuff before this. She was in a lot of stuff before this because she was in the uh, original Wet Hot American Summer. She was in yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. She was in Catch Me If You Can. She was in uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin. Like, I mean, she was in a ton of shit before this. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff, and it's like, yeah, Slither was like the year before. I mean, 40 year old version was the year before. It was probably the first thing I ever saw her in. It was all bit parts. This was one of her f- first, like, starring roles, though, right? Um, She's got and that. He played it up like crazy. She was the, oh, the sex symbol, and yeah. like everyone's pawn. But the thing that James Gunn does better uh, casting wise is like he makes 
it's not just like a Hollywood cast. Like every extra and it felt like this town was more real because everyone was super like uh, of that, you know, look and feel too. Well, you know, you figure out if you didn't know, James Gunn's from this little redneck town. And I think he's from outside of St. Louis in Mississippi, right? And... We, like, because his town is in the James in Guardians of the Galaxy two when Ego is doing his like things and like his parents are in there, um. So like the opening sequence with like the rednecks and the fucking Confederate flags and all the shit in this film, yeah. you're like, oh, this guy feels it. And like, I have to say, I don't like country music, but the fucking music in the in the like the deer cr- uh, crawl or whatever the fuck it was called, uh, was kind of slapping like the the little yeah. kind of like rednecky uh, b- band. Um, so about going to fuck yourself or whatever the fuck this song was about. I'm like, yeah, this song slaps. It kind of um, reminded me of uh, Dead and Breakfast. Like, it, Dead and Breakfast is uh, a, a zombie musical, but the it, it the like band that's doing it is singing about the movie, but is playing live at this like bar thing that's happening in the yeah. movie. It's fucking hilarious. It has uh, what's his name who plays bill from kill bill in it it's just oh yeah. keith you mean mr i died jerking off too hard <laughs> keith. oh right <laughs> yeah i forgot about that yeah Shit. he autoerotic asphyxiation he kind of he went too hard in the paint josh <laughs> he Damn. went too hard in the paint Poor he keith was in the game and then he was not in the game <laughs> then he got a technical foul and got ejected <laughs> No man, yeah, it was. He was a good man. He was awesome. I love Keith. Uh, yeah, whatever his name was, but yeah, <laughs> it's. I'm bad with names. You know that, Ken. Um, We're all the, bad with names. Okay. No, I true. just liked the. I just liked the. I love whatever his name is because I did that today too. So yeah. anyway, Keith. <laughs> I love yeah. that guy. What's his name again? <laughs> Bill. His name is Bill. No. Yeah, or Kill Kung Bill. Fu. Yeah, he was he Kung Fu. Bill. He was Bill. So he got killed. Yeah, he um, killed Bill. I have to say, another thing that I really do appreciate, you, the, you're talking about the atmosphere and how well he sets it up. Like, the whole, like, uh, Grant Grant, who's Michael Rooker's character, fucking funny shit ever because they give him shit about it. Like, it just shows you Michael Rooker has a sense of humor. If you ever have a last name that could be a first name, never name your fucking kid the same fucking thing. It's like... The, the meanest shit you could ever do. Like all of the Will Williams and Will Williamsons that I went to school with. Really? Yeah. Uh, uh, but like he, when he like tries to fuck Elizabeth Banks and it's like, she's all like, by the way, I don't, I don't know if I realized this because whatever they're calling her, her name is Starla in the movie. I don't know if I put two and two together that her name was Starla. Um, uh, he's going to, f- like, that chick's trying to fuck him in the middle of the woods, and it's the most redneck thing in the world, and they go and they find the, the meteorite. And they're just poking it. Yeah, it's like, I'm like, okay, I can handle this. This isn't Prometheus. You're, you're two dumb, drunk rednecks in the middle of the woods. Of course they're going to poke it with a stick. They're not, like, alien scientists who are going to start poking space snakes in Prometheus. The thing that he does so well in this, though, is he makes this movie and takes every single trope that you could and yeah. layers them thick and makes this movie feel like a comic book movie. Yeah. And it's 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 very it's yeah, it's very B movie like they like he yeah. it's 
it's made way better than a B movie, but like it's got that like it's love got that, of B movies early in it. Yeah, two thousands feel kind of like the faculty, uh, like you know, it's That's a the universal 90, the, movie. The late nineties, Josh. <laughs> I know, but like it, yeah. it has that feel to it, where it was yeah. like produced by a studio and it had the money, but it could yeah. still do its thing. And yeah, uh, you don't. I, I haven't seen a movie like that since. Uh, I think James Wan is the only one able to legitimately make movies that feel that way nowadays because yeah. he gets the money and he has a, a studio actually yeah. create. I hope what? that he's going to make movies feel more like that again with the the new thing they have going on where they're going to be producing movies and stuff. I mean, oh, you mean James Gunn? I mean, uh, James Wan? James Wan. Because, yeah, James Gunn ain't going to be making low-budget looking anything. or No, because he's, he's gonna be, way too big now. His his next thing is Superman. Superman so. and all the DC movies, which, yeah. awesome, cool. I'm excited I, to see what the future of DC holds because James me Gunn. Me too. Oh, but I, I said, we talked about it last week. I think... I think Guardians Three is my favorite fucking Marvel movie, and I like it's. I don't think because did you have time I, to see it, Ken? Not yet, but everybody, even friends who don't like movies, are like, "It made me cry." And I'm like, Fuck, I need "Dude, to I was see this. I was crying and laughing the whole fucking time." It's, and it's just, just like, yeah, the way he does it, and uh, I I forget. Uh, actually, uh, I just rewatched The Social Network uh, the other night, and I feel like. That movie does so well, the jump back and forth between what's happening with the lawsuits and all that stuff, and it really drives the story forward, and you can go and do a comedic thing with, like, you know, an, a call and answer type thing, and I feel yeah. like that's what uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 does so well, because it's going back to tell his story, and it it's doing it so seamlessly and so well yeah. to, like, Raccoon, progress rockets. the main story, yeah. Yeah. and I feel like... It's really making you feel more and more and more for this character, but then their journey has so much more stakes because you're now feeling this way about it. And fuck, he he nailed it, fucking nailed yeah. it, dude. I it just shows you like because he can make he can make any character like relatable and lovable. He's done it enough times. Like his Suicide Squad is fucking fantastic. If you haven't seen yeah, it, it's so King, fun. he yeah, nailed I King. It. He nailed King Shark. Polka Dot Man was the best fucking character in that whole movie, I think, besides, like, King Shark. And, like, just this goofball, well, Peacekeeper. like... Yeah, but the ending of that is, like... Peacekeeper, that's why the TV show is kind of a redemption arc for him because of, like, how he ends that movie. You're you're kind of like, this guy fucking sucks. Even though John Cena is like, fucking awesome doing it. But, like, yeah, it's, like, Polka Dot Man, you feel good for, like, about the whole time. You're like, this guy's fucking awesome. I just... So that's why, like, you take these... He just he tells stories about characters even like when like he doesn't need known characters right he d he made you care about every character in that movie and you most of them were new like the only ones that were like really carryover were like were like uh harley quinn and uh, is there anyone else that really carried over amanda waller and, and base oh and the guy uh the the generic action man dude who was uh in it but yeah it's just like he just make, gets you cared about these characters and it's like he, he you could see him doing that in this film like in slither you're like he's making you care about these like little redneck town uh people that like are all kind of like 
you know, completely unprepared for this this impending doom. And I think that like it's very the concept of the movie isn't like it's we've seen stuff like it before. Like we've seen Invasion of the Body Snatchers. We've seen like Night of the uh, what was it what's that movie called with the the zombie like in the asteroid? I forget what the fuck that one was called, but like it's like all the stuff you've seen the concept kind of before and he just takes his own little twist on it and does it really fucking cool though. Like the, I was thinking last night as I was watching it yesterday, I'm like the scene with uh Michael Rooker, Grant Grant and the, that the chick who ends up turning into the giant ball, like, which is still one of my, Fuck, the most so iconic though. scenes ever. She looks like the pimple. Yeah. It's like, it. it's like, you know what she kind of reminds me of? It's like Dig Dug, you know, when you stick your air hose in people and just like, mm-hmm. and that's what it reminds me of. But uh, like <laughs> that scene with him, it, th- those two, and like he's like, it's so uncomfortable because it's got this weird sexual thing, and but it's like the weird act of violence at the same time. And you're just like, because Michael Rooker sells it and the woman sells it, you're just like, damn, man, this is just like creepy and like, good because it's like you're very like minimalistic of the changes like like the the changes with michael grant grant are very minimal at that point you know he's acting weird right but like he's just like little skin rations and that's really the first time you see him like i guess his little arms pop out when he's by the shower but like i don't know if that was before that i think that was after that i don't know but it's it's such a like that concept, like, and I love how he even sets it up, right? He he has that thing shot into his chest, right? And he goes into the x-ray to show it go up into his brain so you know exactly what's happened. The brain's taken over. It's the thing, like, show us, not tell us. And he, he just, he he's understood movie making, like, from the very get-go. And he just loves movies, right? And, like, you said it, Josh, the, uh, the comic book comparison, like, He's a comic book nerd who like just loves movies too, right? Like, that's why this next movie but was he's super. He's a good storyteller, yeah. Though. Like, and that's where, yeah, I think a lot of filmmakers, uh, I don't know, like, the you can almost see sometimes in some movies, it's like, hey, I have this idea for a new technique or a new package, and it it could be maybe what they're known for in a short film or a YouTube thing they did or whatever. And it's like, but they don't know how to successfully tell a story that is a long form video, like super long form, meaning a, a full length fucking movie to keep people on the edge of their seat, to keep them entertained. James Gunn just, I don't know. It, the things that influence him are, are amazing. And yeah. I, I want to see what he does next. I can't wait. And I, I've always yeah. loved his shit. So it's yeah. yeah. I, there's, Superman... there's not many like full on c- film creators that I can just like they're top shelf. I know it's going to be good. Uh, you know, it's like yeah. there's, there's a select few. It's like, oh, it's it's a so and so movie fucking yeah. doesn't matter don't need to see yeah. a trailer don't need to know anything about it i'm gonna go see it because i know i'm gonna fucking have a good time that's him you think about it and this is why i was excited about him doing superman i could give two shits about superman as a character i give two yeah. shits he's a fucking boring character most of the time and especially yes. in the movies like 
I, I think Smallville might be my favorite version of the character because he's like, we know he's not up his powers. It's kind of hokey CW stuff, right? But like, it's still like, it tells that story. And like, Ken, are you, you more like a DC person or a Marvel person? Marvel. Yeah. I like, I like Harley. Um, and I like some DC characters, but I don't like Superman. Wonder Woman's cool. Uh, Batman's okay, but I definitely prefer Iron Man. Yeah. I wish definitely they more Marvel. It, it's because DC has a lot of characters, but they're they're all like gods and stuff, and um, they're all generic, and they're all like Superman is so boring. Yeah. Like, I uh, I don't know. That's why it's the whole like Boy Scout thing, right? It's like the whole like it's why Batman is like you're gonna go into heroes. I my favorite green my favorite DC character is, is still Green Lantern because it's the whole like oh you could do whatever the fuck you want, and they're supposedly doing a TV show that's like gonna be on HBO or Max I guess it's called now, and it's gonna they said it's True Detective meets uh like Green they're Lantern. They're like Max it's in the game, <laughs> I don't know. but. Yeah, it's it's the the thing with DC that like it's actually I think it's funny most of the time is their villains whoop the shit out of Marvel's villains most of the time and it's like yeah it's like you look at DC and you're like oh okay they got you know Joker and Lex Luthor and like all these characters and you're like and Marvel has had like look at all the years that they've had right they've had like Thanos is like the one thing that you think of all the time right like in like it's all the stuff it's because I still think that the best villain in any Marvel movie was uh, uh, Wakanda, like uh, Black Panther, the first one, and uh, mm. that the best developed villain. So, like, fucking uh, James Gunn understands that, and he'll embrace these characters, and he's going to make them. That's why he did the Suicide Squad, because they're like, you could do whatever the fuck you want. He's like, I want all these weirdo, like, you know, villains. They're like, all the like, D-list villains and just do something cool and he could do Starro and I fucking love that I need to go watch that movie again but um he's <laughs> yeah can he, he tells a story about like you said Josh he's a storyteller and he fucking makes characters you care about that's why Guardians 3 is so fucking good because you have three films of you being invested in these characters and caring about them and the 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 plates they're in that's why the first time I ever cried at a Marvel movie is we are Groot at the end of the first Guardians, and it fucking made me cry like a baby. So it's like, yeah, it's like he just knows how to tell a story, makes you care about things, and he he, he, under, he knows what cute is. That helps. I mean, he's done some of the cutest characters in Marvel movies, like Baby Groot, like A-tier quality, you know, cute. But that like, year, I think Disney was doubling down on, like, their um... – I don't know, their marketing efforts on the cute game, too, because Grogu came out uh, around the same time as Baby Groot, and it was, like, yeah. it was the Christmas frenzy from Disney. Yeah. yeah. Well, dude, that fucking scene in Guardians 2 with him, like, like poking the, the nuclear bomb or whatever yes. is one of the cutest yes. things ever. It's, like, it's like yes, and you transition it. It's to like the the Grogu scene on the Mandalorian where he's he's trying to get him to fix something, and he's like, "Now you put that cable with that cable," and then Grogu <laughs> shocks himself. It's the same kind of bullshit, you know, like just fun, fun, cute setup, right? And yeah, James Gunn, he understands all the. 
it's like we don't have like how many filmmakers are can doing stuff like on that level of all the you know of all the people who are doing stuff you like think of uh what's his name um the guy who did iron man one and two uh john uh fabro belushi uh, fabro <laughs> no not john belushi and you're like he understands it because you see what he's doing with like the the whole Star Wars like all the live action right and he did he he set the bo- the the base for the the Marvel Cinematic Universe doing Iron Man so it's like there aren't that many directors that you're like okay you know it's they 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 get it they get it there are a lot of people who get it but it's weird man filmmaking in Hollywood a lot of the really artistic people are people like Quentin Tarantino who are like the most like crazy nutso dudes in the world when it comes to so many aspects like how he's like i'm I'm doing he's like living in israel now and like he's like oh yeah i'm he doing one more movie shoe because he just <laughs> he can't get enough <laughs> he loves feet loves feet um so the i i think that i the the, the thing I'd, I'd forgotten about all the rotten meat in this film like the <laughs> rot yeah. there are there's so much rotten meat. There's when a lot of really gross out shit in this. Yeah. When he goes to buy those ribeyes and he's like saying how many he wants, all I could think was, oh my God, that's like thousands of dollars today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he's, he's like four, no eight, no 12. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, what do you end up getting like 14 or something like that? You're like. Yeah, but then he gets home and the back of his pickup truck is completely filled. Yes. Yeah. He's like. Okay, maybe Meat. I missed something. I have a question. What was he doing in the basement? Was he just making his own he was food? Nesting. Okay, he was that's. I know you made a nest, but like when she go when she goes down in the basement, right? There's just like the 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 dogs and the raccoons and the foxes and shit and coyotes everywhere. But like, that's Rod's basement. I mean, I'm kind of in my basement, so I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Does it smell like that in here, does it? No. Can, can, really quick while we're talking about the basement, can we please talk about the fact how it seems like in every horror movie we've watched lately, women do not understand how to break down doors. Like Elizabeth Banks' character understood to break the lock, but then the other girl, when she gets out of the bathroom and she's trying to get through, like she's busting the panel out, which, I mean, makes sense for you to be able to like reach in and yes. unlock it. Why the fuck would you not just, I don't, She's more of the like, like major trope, like that whole character. She's the only fair. nudity in the movie. She's the only like damsel in distress type character, like full on. Because yeah. Elizabeth Banks has more uh, to her, and yeah. she can like defend herself and is you know that type of stuff. So I mean, I don't know. yeah, he yeah he uses her because she's also the like she's probably like 19 or 20 right like in that she's like younger and like still lives at home with her parents and yeah. whatnot and but like i think that i think, I think she's I the nudity part in uh hollow man too oh she, man isn't don't you see kevin uh uh bacon's dong in that movie i think so or his veins his veiny his veiny dong yeah <laughs> Veiny dong. It was it. There was a point in the nineties where Kevin Bacon was just waving dong in a lot of movies, man. And I fucking power to it. Show your dong in a the movie. They ask you, just be like, I'm proud. Oh, I, I gotta tell you guys, I was at my vasectomy a, a preview appointment last week, and the doctor goes, "Man, you took your pants off fast." I'm like, I don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> 
He actually said that? That's awesome. Yeah, he's like, like he took what do you expect? Did you ex I know that we're not looking at my dick through my pants, so. I, I think most people are nervous and they're like, Ugh. and I'm just like, goodbye him. Magic Mike, this motherfucker. Bam. Here's my, dick. Here's my dick. Just wait. I set my camera up over there. This is going on OnlyFans. <laughs> Excuse me, Doc. I need you to sign this waiver. It just says that you are okay with your, your hands gripping my penis. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I, I I think that they like. I think she was worried about being able to oh, break down the lock, and it was why she did that. And it was like those like still don't like it. Yeah. Because <laughs> Ken also, you were talking about how many pounds you could bench press or or, or deadlift today. You are you are a badass motherfucker. So. You could deadlift more than I I can. By I, I accidentally, so I've got this really good pre-workout and I like took way too much of it. I took like a full serving the day before yesterday and I was like, ah, and then today I took it and I was so angry. So I went downstairs <laughs> and I'm like deadlifting like 115, 120 pounds, just repping it out. And I'm so mad. And I'm like, I'm going to throw something through a fucking wall. And I was like, okay, we need to not ever use that can, much can, can, workout can, can ever like, again. Oh, you're going to break the panel? Why are you going to break the lock, you little bitch? <laughs> 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 Yeah. Anyway, so we learned a lesson today. We learned that. I've not been so mad in my like in years. I was like ready to pick up the whole fucking bar and throw it through the wall, and I was like, "And this is pre-workout. Uh, we don't oh. fuck." Oh man, I have to say. And then she uh, said, "It's in the game. It's in the game." It did. The special effects of this movie are generally pretty fucking oh awesome. Oh my god, they're fucking hilarious. Okay, can I just say, because I haven't really said a lot, I've just been sitting back and listening, watching this movie. First of all, I took photos of different points in the movie because I was like, these special effects are great, like, whatever. Yeah. But watching this movie, I did look over at HT at one point and I was like, is this supposed to be scary or is this supposed to be funny? Or what am I getting at here? And he's like, no, it was supposed to be scary. And I was like, okay, by 2006 standards and by somebody who probably hasn't watched a lot of, okay, like I could see it. But I was just sitting there the whole time like, this is ridiculous. It's great, but it's ridiculous. I think, <laughs> and, of course. Yeah. That, that's what top. I was meant, that kind of what yeah. I was referencing with the B-movie part of it. Like, it's like got that like, that like kind of hokey thing that the B, but it's because it, one, it's, it knows what it's doing. Like, yeah. it knows yeah. this is like the exact. Like, if you've seen any trauma movies, they are so ridiculous and so over the top. So, this is like way levels down from most of the trauma movies that I've seen. Is it? They have a, a new Toxic Avenger movie coming out with yeah, Peter I'm Dinklage. Excited. I, was, I grew up fucking obsessed I've, with that. I've never man. seen a, a Toxic Avenger movie, and I'm kind of it's like. It's pretty good. You should watch them. Yeah. For uh, once I've seen something you haven't. I, I win. It happens. It happens. <gasps> Not all the time. Kenny! But it happens. <laughs> we were talking about this morning in Ken's stream how she loves you call her Kenny. That was pretty I was funny. like, he's the only one who's allowed to do it, and it's because he doesn't say it Kenny like a boy name. It's the way he says it. I was like, he's the only one, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um the I like the 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 the, the giant ball woman 
is one of the most memorable scenes I think like ever because one it, it like introduces the these the little worms right, In, which go on to do the, everything from God damn it, Josh the uh, <laughs> the Freddy Krueger scene, uh, but like. The giant ball woman, and she's just like she's so good. She's like, I'm so hungry, when and she, she splits. Yeah, yeah. I like. I think my favorite part of that is when she's asking for the possum. <laughs> she's like, yes. Can you give me? Can you give me some of that possum over there? <laughs> and you just see the possums, the dead possums, like. Oh I f- fucking love it, and I love how they're all just like, like they're like. Uh, we gotta get you to the hospital. What are they? What the fuck are they gonna? <laughs> it's like. It, the dialogue's so funny because it's like that's the kind of shit you think about that would people would really say and they'd be like you gotta get her, like help. That's like, why he's such a good writer though. Like it's not just the fact that the story and all the th- like tropes that he's written in the dialogue and what is being said is fucking yeah. on point and super timed well and comedically hilarious. Yeah, I mean, and let's be real, man. Nathan Fillion's a fucking great comedic actor. Like he he gets like you know everyone th- reminds remembers him from Firefly. But like every time he gets like the chance to be funny, like he was funny in fucking Guardians Three as the like the ball suit guys. Like they look like walking talking testicles. Um, <laughs> and his yeah. And I, Elizabeth. I just, oh no, I was gonna go. No, we can't give give away anything because those yeah. scenes with I him are fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the. Uh, and Elizabeth Banks, man, she went, I mean, she's directing now. She directed Cocaine Bear, which we talked about a little yes. bit ago, and fucking killed it. And, like, she directed. I like that she's pr- leaning into that world more than, like, because I feel like her her fame would be more in the, like, uh, what the fuck are those movies? The singing ones. <laughs> uh, pitch Perfect. Yeah, Pitch Perfect movies. And I could totally see her going in that direction and being very, very successful with it. But the fact that she's going into the comedy horror world and like really leaning hard into it and making mm. it like really a hard R movie was awesome. Well, I love it. I didn't it, realize it, it reminded I, me of this. I thought she had directed Pitch Perfect three, but she didn't. She directed Pitch Perfect two, which was the best movie out of the three. I didn't Pitch... know that she directed Pitch Perfect two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was oh. her first direct. Uh, and then she did the Charlie's Angels movies, which I, my wife said she liked, but it it, it seemed like generic. But uh, like, I that, feel like the timing was off on those. Like it didn't matter who was attached to it or uh, anything like that. It was it's it's those ones where it felt forced on the timing. It's like yeah, it do, it doesn't matter if it was like your agenda or whatever. No one was asking for a Charlie's Angels movie yet. You know, yeah. there wasn't that need and it wasn't a change enough. Like if you're going to do something that is franchise like that and that, uh, you know, it'd been like 10 years or something, but still whatever. If you're not going to do like at least what 21 Jump Street did and really try to change it and make it yeah. something else. That's why 21 Jump Street worked so well and like really launched Channing Tatum's career and stuff yeah. and made him more of just handsome guy. He was now handsome, funny guy. Yeah, she's only she's directed three full length movies: Pitch Perfect Two, Charlie's Angels, and Cocaine Bear. And like, I've not seen Charlie's Angels, like I said, but like she's like she picked it up really good, man. She picked it up fast, and it's like it it's that horror and comedy, man. 
Pitch Perfect 2 is a fuck. I think I really I like both. All, I love all those movies. Whatever. I don't like three. Three was like kind of <laughs> painful, but like I can I can just I don't know. Those are like one yeah. of those movies that I'm not ashamed to anyone oh, yeah. to be like, I fucking oh, no. love Pitch Perfect. Watch them. Have you Dude, seen Anna, it? Anna Wait, Kendrick is but fucking dope. But have you seen it? I love yeah. her. Dude, she's such a like. She's one of those women that, that are like just actors in general. And like, I would love to hang out with her and just like. She was great on Hot Ones recently. She was just like fucking dope as shit. Who? Uh, Anna Kendrick. Oh yeah. She's she's another one I should add to my list of celebrities I want to be friends with. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Female celebrities or just celebrities in general. She seems her, really like uh, Dave Grohl. I want to be friends ooh. with Dave Grohl. I want to be friends with. Um, Brie Larson. I want to be friends with Jenna Ortega and Justin Long. Man, I'm just gonna, I would be like, I would just give Justin Long if I was friends with him. I would just make fun of him about his his uh, measuring tape. I was repeatedly. really hoping that you were gonna be like, I would just give him the biggest open mouth kiss. And I, was oh, I would like... do that. Just <laughs> long as I would open mouth kiss Justin Long. Just please not have that mustache. From, oh my god, the mustache! I I don't want your mustache. I don't like that. I don't like mustaches on guys. Please don't do that. And I don't just <laughs> don't try, just don't try to kiss me dressed up as a giant walrus, and and then we'll be good, and we're we're good. Ugh. Um, fair enough. <laughs> I I think that uh, the, along with the like the giant ball woman, I think that uh, the Gun Guns final uh, Gun Gun Grant Grant's final scene in this film. As the like, like as he's sucking up everybody, which by the way reminded me of Society, which I loved the hive mind. Yeah, I loved the hive mind. Sorry, go ahead. No, have you guys seen Society, the '80s movie where like there's like the giant like rich people orgy, but because they're like these weird, I don't even remember all of it. It has one of the weirdest scenes I've ever seen, and and instead of and it's all these people like like gooing together and like licking each other and it's just if you if you've never seen it, it the movie is fucking wild um it that's what it, it reminded me of this and then and it ends with <laughs> i don't know i don't get it josh but it's okay it's an old spice commercial man oh do 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 I just remember when Terry uh, Terry Crews was in all of those commercials, and, and now it's just that yeah! Dion guy from My boobies. Uh, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Dion from who used to be on like Conan, I think back in the day is where I, I first saw that man, and I, I I love him. He was like one of the writers on there. Um, Terry Crews is fucking hilarious. I love Terry Crews. I just love how he talks to himself about himself in third person all the time in Brooklyn Nine Nine. But uh, that, I saw a meme scene, of him. Uh, where someone was like, oh, man, he looks like a fucking chewed up Tootsie Roll or something. And then he he chimed in on it. He's like, he's like, I can't unsee this. He's like, I can't unsee this either. And I fucking agree. <laughs> I love him. I love Terry Crews. He was like the best part of all the fucking. Uh, uh, what are those movies called? On what the fuck? The in- incredible. What the fuck are those movies called with Sylvester Stallone and. uh Oh, it was just there. The Expendables? Yeah. Expendables, there it was. I, he was like the best part of all those movies, and he wasn't even in one of them. <laughs> he was still the best part. He was, uh, but yeah, that whole scene where the end where they have like Grant Grant is just like sucking people up and like just like kicking people's asses there. 
I love that scene. The makeup is fucking amazing. It's just wonderful. Like I wanted to, I was thinking about it. I was like, man, how long did it take, uh, uh, fucking uh, Michael Rooker to do some of the makeup in the, in this movie? Because oh. damn, and they're all like, it, it's one of those movies. Like I, I, I always remember that big monster scene at the end where they're all, you know, part of him yep. and stuff. And I feel like he did it better than most other fucking movies that have attempted to have that same sort of vibe. This one, it's like, no, the bar is set now for like the gross factor and the all being interconnected and stuff. I feel like, um, what the fuck? They just did that. uh, Was it in one of his movies where they're like, oh no, I think it's like the last of us type stuff, you know, where they're all interconnected because of the like, mushroom thing and everything yeah mm-hmm. if one sees you all of them see you so like all well, these things it's all hive mind yeah yeah i think ken nailed it with like the, the hive mind and stuff the bat yeah. like that's the 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 scene where they again it showed not tell where they just all start talking as grant yeah to her but you it's get just, it instantly yeah they're, they're, yeah you don't need any explanation you just you understand it instantly. It's fucking yeah. Because you're they're just all using the the like language you had heard Grant saying to Elizabeth or Starla earlier in the film, and you're like, ah, okay, I uh, smart. I get it. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I I was trying to figure out how his his like his his uh, tentacle. Uh, it was shooting out goo, right? Like he, he, Nathan Fillion got a bunch of goo in his stomach, which is fucked up itself. But like, uh, and uh, he sticks the the into the like you know the the propane or whatever into his thing. And I'm like, I like that, and it's ingenious. I don't know if it was enough stuff to blow up like that. No, but it like, wouldn't have been because it looked like that propane tank was like leaking, leaking for a while, yeah. right? Yeah. So whatever, it's the like. Hey, look at this uh, yeah. <laughs> plot device, well, it, but whatever. It uh, also goes, like, it also stops it from blowing up the entire house and killing all our stars, right? It, it's funny because that reminded me of uh, the, the end of Malignant where she's, like, chucking the, the bed at the, like, when she uh, he chucks the, the, the couch at the, 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 the nudity girl that you were talking about. And you're like, nudity girl. Nudity girl. Nudity girl. It's the similar vibes. Also, I want to say- They don't do that is, in movies anymore. Yeah. the There's another thing that James Gunn did, and you go, James Gunn is fucking hardcore. Most other directors, as soon as you blew up uh, Grant Grant, everyone else would have gotten up and been like, fine. And- you 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 blow him up like with a putting the propane into him and uh, uh, Starla shoots him, and boom, and then they walk out and I think I remember the first time I watched it and I, like it'd been so long I was like I don't remember if they get up I'm like I don't think they do and they don't no one else he ever, the body total in this fucking movie is mm-hmm. it's probably one of the higher the you know horror movies we've watched because he kills a whole fucking town basically you know but I also mm-hmm. love like the first time. Uh, someone gets shot in the head and the slug yeah. inside is still alive and goes like, I don't know. I feel like that... the the horror, whatever, the horror parts of this movie yeah. is like on a whole nother level. Like m- most movies, they, they are easier to kill or whatever. And yeah. like this one, it's like, yeah, multiplied. Well, 
That headshot that you're talking about with the shotgun is yeah. fucking gnarly, man. It's gnarly. <laughs> yeah. They have some gnarly. There's a couple of pretty gnarly headshots in this film. Also, like gnarly. When, uh, Greg, <laughs> gnarly. Greg Henry, Greg Henry's character, the the mayor, is like. Uh, Are you me. saying that James shreds the gnar? Yes, he does. <laughs> gnar gnar. <laughs> eh. uh, I had to talk. Uh, Greg Henry's character, Jack McGrady, or whatever you say his name. That that motherfucker always plays a scumbag. And again, he plays the scummy mayor that you're like, like, oh, this piece of shit. I feel like this is the scummiest he's ever played. Like, he gets introduced by just, (laughs) it's like, easy come, easy go, whatever. He's like, yeah, fucking pissing off that little, uh, like, like swearing at a little girl like a fucking lunatic, right? He's uh, funny. He's, he's also Pe- funny. He's Peter Quill's <laughs> grandpa, man. <clears throat> really? Yeah, he was like the grandpa at the end of Guardians Three. He was it, he was in the first one in the hospital scene before you know he gets taken. But again, it's 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 uh, James Gunn using the same actors over and over again. Um, he uh like yeah he's like kill me and he's just, he's just like bam like another headshot that was pretty gnarly. Um, I feel like I. I don't know. I, I want to see James Gunn do another horror movie. Like, these are his roots. I know yeah. he's the comic book guy, and it's like, obviously, he's followed the trajectory of his career, like, just to the fucking top of the mountain with it. But I, when I heard that uh, the director of, like, the Spider-Man movies, the new ones, wanted to go back to his roots and, and dive into, like, Final Destination or something like that, just like a yeah. franchise that he could, like... Oh, he he just he wanted to go back. I I really yeah. want to see James Gunn go back because this is like one of those movies. I'm so happy we fucking talked about it. I forgot yeah. about it for a while, and it just it reminds me, like it's horror is used for so many things in people's careers, and I feel like right now would be a perfect time to revisit or I don't know like. There, there's so many horror movies that we're going to get very soon as well. Yeah. And I can't wait to see who the next James Gunn well, dude, is going to it, be. He's doing Superman, but man, you could do a lot with like a let him do a let him do a scarecrow movie. Like like mm. just like a full on like Scarecrow's a villain of a film, and I'm not I don't even mean a Batman movie, like a full on like horror movie as the Scarecrow or or the you could do the Joker as a real like you know, like fucked up shit kind of villain. Like, there's a lot in the DC world. Fuck, man, you could do fucking like crocodile. Like, have him do. Like, you could do a lot with a lot of these DC characters. And him, you know, letting him because he's the one making the decisions. He could go make R-rated shit. I mean, they just or did like his... yeah. Kin could watch Psycho Gore, man. You know, like a lot could happen, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one day, <laughs> maybe. One day, one day, Ken will deadlift a thousand pounds, and one day, Ken will watch Psycho Gorman. No, it will happen exactly. on the same day at the same time. <laughs> Psycho! Psycho! She's like, oh my god, I had too much pre-workout. Psycho! No, then she'll just want to play. Uh, what's the ball? What's the game from Psycho Gorman called? Uh. Oh my god! I need to rewatch it. What I ball? Forget. I just watched it the other like, murder ball, co- isn't it? Murder ball, I think so. Yeah, with my my sister a couple months ago, and I'm like, this movie's so perfect, so perfect. Murder ball, 
Ken, you liked Ken. It's Ken, you you liked Black Phone, right? Yeah, I loved Black Phone. Did you like the little sister in uh, uh, Black Phone? The, the, yeah. Okay, take her, but make her sassier and a bigger pain in the ass, and mm-hmm. make the entire movie basically about her. And you have the main character of Psycho Girl Man. And oh, so okay, okay. I, I love Ken's that like, scene where she almost prays. Oh my god, yeah. it's, it's so like, fucking. <laughs> Oh, I'm the best. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the freaking oh best. God. Yeah, yeah. I could watch yeah. that movie on and repeat. Al- I think Alistair is the best character of all time. Alistair is the best. Uh, yeah. See, but, uh, I successfully brought it up again. I think. Uh, I want to know. Is there like AI that could like scrub our episodes and tell us how many at least episodes half, we at least half of our episodes Psycho we've Gorman. talked about? Psycho I'm Gorman. sure. Yeah. Also, did you guys notice uh, that Rob Zombie was Dr. Carl? It was the the yeah yeah voice. yeah <laughs> yeah. So he did it, not when she, when she called to ask about uh, Grant Grant, uh, it, it was Rob Zombie at the phone, and I thought that was cool. I did not notice that. Which is because fucking House of a Thousand Corpses is well, like years before this, right? So interesting. Also, if you've never seen Super, that movie's fucked up, like you were saying. <laughs> it's way more yeah, fucked it's... up than this film, which is has alien whatever. Also, did you guys sit through the – have you guys sat through the credits of this film and the uh, the, the a- a- after credit sequence with the cat? I did not. So, yeah, at the very end, a cat walks up and is, like, like sniffing, like, the remains of Grant Grant. And it's you see the little thing come out, and it goes to black, and then you hear the the and the cat goes, Yeah and so basically they've implied that the master slither thing has, too. Yeah, I want a slither too. That would be James Gunn, do a slither too. He, he's just produce he, it. Yeah, just he would have produce, to just it. produce it. Have James uh, James Wan direct it, and then <laughs> you can produce it. Oh my god, and. Just, I'm sure you could hire Nathan Fillion. He'd be around, right? Come on, Nathan Fillion's only got that. Is he even doing that rookie TV show anymore? Uh, I don't know. It looked uh, like it when I looked a minute ago. It says through 2023. So, also Nathan Fillion's a fucking godsend. I I was rewatching God. Uh, I was rewatching Big Mouth this weekend, and mm-hmm. like when he he's on. I don't even know if it's really him, but like Nathan Fillion's on there being like. Uh, the little the little black girl with braces like like horny oh. like, yeah like like she's in love with him and it's it's wonderful. That's who I always think of. That's what I always think of when I think of Nathan Fillion. I either think of Firefly or I think of Big Mouth with the little girl with the braces who's all like, <laughs> "Oh, Nathan Fillion." <laughs> And when she takes the the glow worm and starts oh and starts like humping it, yes. <laughs> I love that movie. Okay. Are we going to do I, I wanted to do high tension. So do you guys want to do high tension? Sure. I, I, with me. Yeah. Josh, after your trauma of being too high and watching it, I'm I'm I wanna see how you handled the How um, sober Josh is. Yeah. Okay. Next, Ken, I need you not to talk about watching a high tension on stream or anything because okay. I, I don't want anyone ruining the end of that movie for you because okay. it, it it's a very divisive finish and some people you know how it is i just i want to be careful 
with that because I, gotcha. I, I, I yeah. someone in. will definitely uh yeah do the thing it gets it gets brought up on youtube video lists all the time but yeah okay cool we will do high tension which is from i think about the same time as slither actually let me see or the switchblade what is the fucking real murder uh, oh no that's 2003 the so the i forget what the fucking um no i forget what the french uh original movie was called it was like the switchblade romance or something like that uh i'm trying to figure out what 2003 okay and i'm trying to figure out what the switchblade yes released in the united kingdom as switchblade romance okay i knew it was something like that um, but that's 2003. So we're going to do ten, uh, go d- do some French horror, which have we done any French horror up to this point? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what did we do? Oh, we did. Uh, we did revenge. We did revenge. We did. And oh, we, we did. Titan. Uh, yeah. Titan. Yeah. I want to do. Uh, I do want to do a uh, uh, raw at some point, too. But um, I'd be OK. Down. Yeah. So high tension next week. Those that is on. Shutter, so that just got added to Shutter with like martyrs and a bunch of other f- French extreme things. So we will do that. So I'm very excited. So um, we are very glad that you listen. Thank you for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, you can go Yay. to murdermoose.com and murdermoose pod on Twitter and find us there. You can go to quaintaint.com and continue.com and onlynouns.com and stdmotel.com and stdhotel.com. I think that's all of them, right? Yeah. I, got them. Okay. I think you got them all. Go all to those and follow Ken because she's fucking wonderful. And Josh, joshwrb.com, uh, joshwrb on Twitter. If you need, if you want some, the, like the highest quality graphic work, uh, you and the best blowjobs around. You you get a you get a hold of this man. He he, yeah. he this man right here. Woo! As I stick a as I stick my finger up his asshole. Wee! Gizmo is losing his <laughs> shit outside, so I'm, I just hear that. Um, and I am Rod underscore Johnson on Twitter and uh, Twitch and stuff like that. So come hang out with me. So we love you guys. Thank you for being awesome, and we'll catch you guys next week with for high tension. Bye. 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 <laughs> Woo! It's in the game. It's hey! In the game.